0: Welcome to the Resilient Life Hacks podcast. Join host Liz Myers and her guests as they explore resiliency through the lens of personal stories. Tune in weekly for inspiration and doable life hacks to overcome adversity and thrive in life. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by guests of this show are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Elizabeth or Resilient Life Hacks ministries.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Resilient Life Hacks podcast, where we talk about how to win at life by building a stronger spirit, soul, and body. I'm your host, Elizabeth Myers, and I am here today with Troy Ritchie, who is the author of You've Got It, Now Go Get It, and also the podcast host of the 4 a.m. Daily Wake Up. So welcome. We're glad to have you today.
2: I'm glad to be here. Thank you for having me.
1: Yeah. Do you actually record your, your show at 4 a.m.? Or? <laughs> That's a great
2: that just- question. Uh, a lot of people assume that I am doing the podcast at 4 a.m. I actually wake up in the 4 a.m. hour. Okay. So the, the perfect world is I go to bed at 9 and I wake up at 4, no problem, right? Mm-hmm. It's actually harder to go to sleep early
1: yeah.
2: than it is to wake up early. I do a PPR, pray, plan, read. There you go. Uh and then that takes about 20 minutes, 30 minutes, and then I do my podcast. So it's okay. the fourth thing I do mm-hmm. in the morning. So around sometimes I'll be spitting fire at 445, but only, mainly it's five between five and five thirty AM. Okay. Yeah.
1: So yeah. you do it every single day?
2: I do a Monday through Friday mm-hmm. and they're three to five minutes on the average.
1: Mm-hmm. My
2: listener count is very low.
1: Mm-hmm. I
2: don't care. It's fun. <laughs> and I and yeah. you know, and I enjoy doing it.
1: Yeah, definitely. I always feel like if whatever I'm doing helps at least one person, it's totally worth it. And more often exactly. than not, even if nobody's listening, but my mom is helping me. Absolutely. <laughs> so yeah, I think that's great. Yeah. So you're wanting to talk to us today about success and learning from your failures. How did you get interested in that? What's your story behind what you teach?
2: Yeah, well, I, and I write about this in my book. What I found is there is a power in suck. Right. Everyone says, Oh, I don't want to do it. I suck. Mm -hmm. And what people don't realize is that you have a greater reach of influence when you're doing something you're not good at. Mm -hmm. And I first found this out. I'm a singer. I was an aspiring rock star back in the day. Mm -hmm. People thought I was Mac Powell um, from third day. That's my style of sound. Yeah. And uh, when I got my fourth kid, I kind of shifted it over to more of a hobby. Mm-hmm. Being an independent musician does not pay the bills. I'll never forget. I hadn't been singing for four or five years, had never done karaoke and was at a bar with all these people. And these people were singing and it was awful. They're <laughs> off key. And they were like, it was like, oh, my goodness. So I get up there and I, I choose Jack and Diane's my first time doing it. And uh, and I just crush it. I mean, it is perfect. <laughs> right. And the crowd before me, they were all cheering and laughing. And then I get up there, hit every note, uh, nail it perfectly, crickets. Mm. And nobody nobody clacked, clapped at all. Really? And, and I'm like, what? What happened? And it's because they weren't there for that. Yeah. They were there to have fun. They were right. there to, they were enjoying more of a guy that was off key, off mm-hmm. pitch, singing than a performance. Wow. The personal branding videos on LinkedIn, the ones that are maybe grainy or the audio is not the best or they're just not all together there are out viewing the professional really? release. And so mm-hmm. it's, it just goes into authenticity. It goes into being real with who you are. And so when I think about success and, and I'm a basketball coach as well for youth sports and youth sports. It's more important to develop them than it is to win the game, right? I tell them, win at any cost and ignore the scoreboard. Hmm. And they're like, coach, how do we win at any cost and ignore the scoreboard? I said, the win is with you. Are you better today than you were yesterday? Because if you're not, you're not winning. Hmm. So I want you to win on your skill set. I want to win on your mind. I want you to win on you. A better basketball player, not compared to Joe or or Bob, but mm-hmm. compared to yesterday. Right. And if you can win that every day, and everyone on the team wins that every day, the score will, will will reflect that later. Right. So many entrepreneurs. Well, that guy got more views than me. I'm better than that guy. How come they got more views than me? And how come I'm not this? And how come I'm not that? The measure of success, in my humble opinion is the joy you are doing the process of mm-hmm. what it is you're doing. And I'll end this last portion with this. The, the influencers that are now at 400,000, 130,000 followers, they tell me, Troy, I miss when I didn't have that many followers mm-hmm. because I could connect with people more. I miss the process because they've already arrived. Mm-hmm. See what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And so with entrepreneurs, especially, And with mental health crisis that we're in right now, your joy is in that journey. Still strive for perfection, Mm -hmm. just you'll never get there. Right. Right. And you're still striving for it. And and if you enjoy what it is you're doing, then you are successful. One guy tells me, Troy, how did you create a successful podcast in the 4 a.m. Daily Wake Up? I said, dude, I got 17 listeners. You, You think it's successful? He goes, oh, yeah, it's amazing. And then go to a company that says, I want to get some ad space. Talk to us when you have a thousand listeners. Their definition of success is different. Success is determined by are you finding joy in the process that you're doing in the that you're doing. That's Mm -hmm. my theory. Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah, I wish more children's coaches took that perspective. I can think of one example where my daughter's soccer coach was mm. she was young and it was right when they were first starting to get into different positions and he was trying to trying yeah. to teach her to do it the certain way and it just wasn't connecting yeah. with her and he kept her on the sidelines a lot. Cause he wanted to win the game. And then finally yeah. at the end of the season, he just put her in. He said, you know, just forget it. Just go play. And she did really well. And he turned to me, yeah. you know, on the sidelines, he's like, wow, she's actually pretty good. You know, when you take all yeah. the restrictions off of her. Uh, so I yeah. wish that she had and had more opportunities to play that season.
2: Absolutely. And you know, what's sad about that is that when you play the weaker link in a team game, what you're doing is you're teaching the, the more skilled players how to compensate, which I don't think is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So my, so football, flag football, my son was on a team. They had 25 players and he played the best 11 on both sides. So a lot of the, the, the players were playing both sides and when we got to the championship game. Sure enough, they were gassed. We lost mm-hmm. in the championship game and you've got guys i mean 11 and 11 that's 22 players that can be rotating in and out at any given time increasing their skill set
1: i definitely think that is a valuable way to look at things in a lot of areas in life i was recently working on something too and i'm like before you try to be successful you got to define what success is for you Absolutely. it's different for me it's contributing to people's lives and doing something that has some eternal value to it and not necessarily monetary or a popularity contest or anything like that. Mm -hmm. It's, you know, did I make a difference in a person's life? So tell us more about what is in your book and how you came about the title for that.
2: I got laid off on April night due to COVID. And instead of watching Tiger King on Netflix or playing Xbox with the boys, Mm -hmm. I wrote a book. A lot of people are, you wrote a book that fast. What I did was I repurposed my content. So the book is 52 chapters, and in each chapter there are five individually written topics. So you can read it as a devotional. If you want to do a devotional, you can read it. It's not a religious book, although Mm -hmm. I can't hide uh, the Lord. It's Mm -hmm. just it comes out. Yeah. And so you can read from the middle. You can read from the back. You can start at Mm -hmm. the beginning. It's not a traditional start to finish type of book. So the Lord told me to write a book. When you hear his voices you probably should listen i've learned so there's five topics in each chapter okay the two chapters five topics and really i downloaded the text format of my micro podcast Mm. the 4am daily wake up yeah Uh, the reason i wrote the book is because i moved here to las vegas from seattle and my side hustle is boom boom intelligence Mm -hmm. group and it's an audience engagement agency and I'm meeting with these entrepreneurs, and one one gal just—I was asking her questions, and I asked her a question: "What makes you happy?" And this one girl just started crying, mm. and she said, "No." And I said, "Well, you're doing a lot of activity. You're hustling like I've never seen anyone hustle. You're doing phenomenal." And she goes, "I want to do," and she just unloaded what she wanted mm. to do. Yeah. And so I, I was like, "How do I, how do I get more entrepreneurs?" That are questioning their identity. And then when you bring an identity in Christ, that's a whole nother level. Mm-hmm. Right? There are a lot of unhappy Christians, and there are a lot of happy Christians. Mm-hmm. And that bugged me. That really bugged me. And so I did a, a, like this self-discovery of why is that. And it's because you, if you align your activity with how you were created and what you're passionate about, mm-hmm. it doesn't matter. I have 17 listeners on my podcast. Cause I'm doing something that I was created to do. Right. And that, and the result of who's listening will come. Mm-hmm. I don't care if it comes now or later, I'm enjoying the process. And so in the book, I'm asking these questions. Are you happy? Do you go to work or do you go to your job? Mm-hmm. Right. What's your purpose? What's your result? I call it self mastery. There are four sections in the book, self mastery, leadership personal branding, and then audience engagement, Mm -hmm. right? And you can read it in whatever order you'd like. I will end this portion of your podcast with this, is that if you have a perfect life, don't buy my book. You don't need it. (laughs) Yeah. If you have this nagging feeling that that something's not right and I know that I can do better, then buy my book. Mm -hmm. Because if you feel like Charlie Brown, always going after that football that Lucy's holding, and Lucy is the world pulling it away. And you fall yeah. flat on your back. You're hustling. You're just, hustling. you're trying to kick the wrong football. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So when you align your passions, it just changes everything.
1: Yeah, definitely. It does. I feel like a lot of times, especially in our modern culture now, we just, we get busy doing stuff. Yeah. And sometimes we're just so caught up in the busy. We forget to ask yeah. why, why am I doing this? And do I need to keep doing yeah. this? Or maybe it, it served a purpose at one time, but Absolutely. now I'm in a different season in life and that constant reevaluation. We're a military family. My husband's in the air force. So mm-hmm. we move every couple of yeah. years. So that yeah. gives us a great chance to not only clean out physical stuff, but Every time we start over, we're like, okay, we have this window of a few weeks where we can start new habits and get rid of ones we didn't like. And once you've been in a place for a while, then you're set. So we know it's right at that transition time. If we want to pick something up or set something down as a family, now's the time to do it. So,
0: When building a resilient life, the first step Liz coaches people to take is to spend time daily with God. When you seek God consistently, he will show you the best next step for your journey. If you'd like a peek at how Elizabeth connects with God regularly, download her free prayer guide and journal at elizabethmyersme forward slash prayer guide. You can now have the same journal Elizabeth uses every day and make it your own.
2: You know, and I didn't answer your question about the title because I was with ADHD in the 80s. They didn't call it that. There was no medication they just called you stupid or, or you rode the short bus is mm-hmm. how we phrased it. I would not ask the stupid questions and, and people will say, and uh, it's funny, I volunteer and I speak at middle schoolers for middle school here in Clark County. And a lot of teachers are like, there's no such thing as a stupid question. Yes, there is. There's absolutely stupid questions. Ask it anyway. Mm-hmm. Ask the stupid question. Anyway, the stupid question is that you weren't paying attention. missed it. So now you got to embarrass yourself. Mm -hmm. it's okay embarrass yourself ask the question and I always told myself if I'm ever in a place where I'm I want to make sure people get it and even in my coaching even my kids I'll say get it and they'll say got it and I'll say good get it got it good Mm -hmm. when I coach basketball I'll you know a, a player will ask me a question and I'll say I'll give them the answer I'll say get it if they don't respond with got it it doesn't let me say good. And I will tell them, no, no, you got to tell me, got it,
0: yeah. get it,
2: got it, good. And we mm-hmm. repeat it over and over and over again. And when I'm teaching, volunteering for, for uh, middle school, get it. If they don't say got it, I'll say, okay, let's try it again, class. Get it, got it, good. You're paying attention to the most minute detail and you're getting into momentum. So less thinking, moving, right? Mm-hmm. Got it, good. Mm-hmm. So as I started doing podcasting, I wanted it to be micro- what can I say at the end of my podcast that will be my tag? Right. So I went over and over, and I like the fact that when you learn, acknowledge. And I was like, okay, uh, so get it, got it good, get it, got it good. No, how about you got it? Now go get it. So in my tagline, it's uh, for the podcast, is you got it. Now go get it. I expect it. Because the importance of accountability is huge. And we don't talk about it much. Well, accountability keeps you in line. It keeps you paying the bills. You got to be accountable. The You got it. Now go get it. I expect mm-hmm. it for a book title was too long. Right. So I took, these are my podcasts. Anyway, I took that first part of the title. If I ever do a follow-up book, it will be called I Expect It. There you go. Yeah, that's neat.
1: Yeah. What a neat story of how, and that really kind of relates to the whole, we've come back around full circle to what you're talking about in the beginning. You took what many would consider a limitation of having ADHD and that had you come up with this hook and then that's, you've built a podcast and now a book out of that. So, and that's right that people can connect with that. I think too, especially in this year with all its weirdness, authenticity is even more important and more widely accepted. You know, when even the newscasters, the professional people on TV are at home recording right. with their shorts on, <laughs> That's right. people are doing things out of their basement. It's just, it's more how we are now. People don't want that polished right. look like you were talking about. People just want us to be real, you know, just drop the mask and let's talk. Uh,
2: and, and how ironic that we wear masks. Yeah. Y- y- you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When you are revealing who you are for others to see, That level of vulnerability, it it just impacts so many Mm -hmm. others. And most of us are wired to help others. So I don't think authenticity means you reveal a part of you that maybe you're still polishing up. I think self-censorship in conjunction with authenticity is that magic formula in Mm -hmm. reaching a larger audience.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think that's a, a good point. Cause sometimes it can be hard. It's like, I want to be authentic, but you also don't want right. to hang everything out there. And so sometimes it's hard to, to find yeah. that line, but I totally agree with you when I'm looking for other people to inspire me, yeah. it's the ones who aren't quite perfect or don't quite have it all together. And when you see them doing something, it's like, Hey, I, right. I could do that too. That's, but when there's that person right. that's way up there, it's like, well, I'm not her. I'm not, I don't have what he has. So I'm not even going to try. That-
2: So you just summarized everything much better than I did Uh, (laughs) in in my preface for the book. Why write another self-help book? The last line of the preference is if after you've read this book and you think to yourself, who is this guy? I can I can do better than this. You're right. You can do Mm -hmm. better than this. And that means my book has been a tremendous success. That's the whole point of my book. Is it look look at Troy's doing it? He's not that good. You're right. Yeah. Come join me. Come <laughs> come, do it. Produce content. Yeah. Tell your story. Because we all have a story to tell. And, you know, what no one told me was that the easy part was writing. Yep. No one told me that. Yeah. <laughs> Oh my, everything else is like, wow. No, this has been this has been awesome. I hope that's helpful yeah. for you and, and your audience as well. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, definitely. Thank you. I, I appreciate that. I think that's something that we need to be reminded of frequently. There's sometimes greater power in our weakness, in our power of suck, as you call it, right. that we don't have to be perfect. We don't have to know everything. We don't have to have it all together. And I know right. for- Me and my worldview, the way I approach things is when I'm not all that great and people look at me and something good is happening in my life, it points to Jesus in my life. And he's, he's the one that, that helped me do this or did this through me. And then he gets the glory for the things, which is just marvelous. So I, I totally agree with you that, you know, when, yeah. just like you started out when we're called to do something, get out there and do it and don't worry right. about not being perfect. And that's yeah. okay. That's a big thing for me because I am a perfectionist and that's really hard for me to, to do that. Yeah. It's taken years of work to, <laughs> to get yeah. to the point where I can just jump in and do something imperfectly, but that's yeah. how and, people are blessed.
2: Yeah. And so I'm, I'm a pastor's kid. I've been saved for my, pretty much my entire life. And so when I'm coming through this breakthroughs, I, I was, I was prescribed at the age of 43 and i took it and the first thing i did was read because before then reading did not i I couldn't retain the i didn't retain the information Mm -hmm. i'm not pro meds it it worked for me right Mm -hmm. and so i started reading self-help books and the one thing i read about self-help books is this idea of the power within tony robbins talks about it and i believe that i believe in the power within and what my christian friends were starting to do is like troy you're going down a path of humanism a guy called me up and he said i'm worried about you bro and then i said really why and he goes because you're, you're talking about all this kind of stuff and i said look i said when we say the faith of a mustard seed can move mountains um we can't even get there as as a church uh one of one of the stories in in the book is about jesus walking on water i think the reason he did it was to get to his disciples who were in a boat and he didn't want to swim so he walked Right? Yet we place all this emphasis on the miracle. The miracle was a result. There are my mates in a boat. Let me go to them. It's in a storm. I'm going to walk. There's water. It's an obstacle. I'm going to walk on the water. And Jesus said, We are going to do greater things than He will. Yet you got these Yahoo uh, uh, youth pastors bringing kids out, purposely putting their cell phone in their pocket on a ledge in a lake. Having them walk on water. It was a walk on water party, and all of them sank, and their phones got ruined, and parents are all upset because the purpose of his, his uh, walking on water is not for show. It's not for this great thing. It's because he wanted to get somewhere. And so, changing the mindset on that. Anyway, so the guy tells me, I'm worried about you. And, 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 and I started thinking about it. I'm like, look, I don't want anyone else to be confused where I stand. So, I purposely wrote a topic called The X Factor. Mm -hmm. And the X factor is that power within methodology, yet we're nothing without Christ. Mm -hmm. You have Tom Brady, who's won, at the time he won three Super Bowls, and he was being interviewed, and he goes, is this it? I've already done it. Why am I empty? He was feeling empty. Mm -hmm. Yet in his uh, physical part of self-mastery, he had met it. He had met the top. Mm -hmm. Yet his spiritual side of self-mastery, he was doing something. Right. And so combining the two, when you combine the two, when you find your identity of who you are and how you're created and you align that with your passions, you will be happy. You'll have joy. Yet if you don't have Christ, you're going to be missing something and you're still going to have a nagging feeling. Mm-hmm. And when you talk about completeness, the walking on water, the empowerment mindset, you have to bring in that component. Mm-hmm. Believing in who you are and knowing you're nothing without Christ is difficult to balance. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. I understand. Because mm-hmm. when you believe in yourself and the power within, you're going to be creeping on that pride, right? You're mm-hmm. going to be creeping on that. I don't need God. And so you always have to humble yourself. And it's a cycle that will continue until we die.
1: I've worded those things a little bit differently, but I I do talk about how our spirit and our soul and our body are all integrated and weakness in one causes weakness in another. I think what you're calling the power within I refer to is my identity in Christ. It's who I am. And I don't need to believe the lies of my enemy or the world around me or or what have you. I, I am who Jesus says I am. And, that's right. and I'm beloved and I'm his warrior and he created me for victory. That's and right. that's how I tap into that power to do the things that I'm called to do that's right. to, to bring glory to him. But thank you so right. much for yeah. joining us today. This has been My so pleasure. awesome and it's yeah. been great talking to you. Can you just tell our listeners where they can find you online? And uh, you yeah. shared your book with us. Tell us what other things you have to offer.
2: It, you can go to troyrichie.com. Richie is with a T-R-I-T-C-H-I-E or LinkedIn hashtag no Troy. Not N-O, but K-N-O-W, Troy, and my future's in film. I moved to Vegas because I didn't want to live in Hollywood, and it's four hours, and I have 27 faith-based films between my ears and my head, nice. and right now, I, I need to provide for my family, and so yeah. uh, the way I'm doing that is more on the nonfiction. If you would have told me I would, I would write a nonfiction, you'd be crazy, but I read to get better, and last year, I read 100 books. Wow. This year... I'm on book 96. Mm -hmm. I think I'm going to read a book a day this month. Mm -hmm. And so because I read and consume so much of nonfiction, I'm going to stay in this realm for a little bit longer. But yeah, you will know who I am. I'm not going anywhere. And, Mm -hmm. And I'm excited for what God has. I'm unemployed. And so the doors that have been closing on my interviews for a job, for what I'm qualified for, is only because the Lord is closing them. So I'm stoked that he has something better for me. Yeah. And and when it comes out, it's in his time. Mm, yeah. Yeah. Thing. So yeah. TroyReach.com is the best place right. or LinkedIn.
1: That's exciting. I can't wait yeah. to to see what road adventure the Lord takes you on.
2: It'll be a fun ride. Buckle yeah, up. Yeah,
1: <laughs> definitely. And it sounds like you're making up for lost time with the reading. So that's great too. <laughs> yes.
2: I'm unemployed. So that's my job right now is yeah. to read. Library yes. University. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, thank you for your inspiration and your encouragement. I know that will bless a lot of people. Awesome. Thank you very much. Have a good one.
2: You too.
0: You have been listening to Resilient Life Hacks with Liz Myers. The opinions, beliefs, and viewpoints expressed by the guests of this show are their own and do not necessarily reflect those of Elizabeth or Resilient Life Hacks Ministries. To learn more and download your free guide to Liz's top 20 Resilient Life Hacks, go to resilientlifehacks.com. Subscribe now so you never miss the life hacks you need to live the life you want.